Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Shoes. Recorded live. Well, it's a big Facebook.com forward slash groups 
forward slash legacy standing. <clears throat> and also, if you want to join us through, of course, the original method, talkshoe.com. Phone number is always 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here this evening, which, of course, in addition to the rest of the news and views and history and birthdays, we also will be bringing our, our thoughts and opinions on last night's Monday Night Raw show, a very interesting one there, uh, from what I understand, and we'll talk more about that here in just a few minutes. And, of course, in our wrestling extra series segment, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the, nothing real big, well, well, of course, something really, really big here, we should say, uh, it would be in the form of another trivia championship series title match as the, uh, I should say, new WWUS United States champion, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, will defend his title for the first time against the human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, the man that uh, he got by on Friday night, Fonzie, will be the special guest re- uh, referee judge for that match. Of course, it will be done under Wrestling Jeopardy rules indeed. So it will be a very fun-filled night here, of course, on the final revolution, as it is every single night here in the radio network. And folks, just also I want to emphasize one little thing. If you didn't get a chance to listen to episode 428 last Friday, um, I had listened to this episode, even though I know it's just uh, four or five days ago, I think, when we aired it. This was by far a tremendous episode here. Um, I think what really caught my attention, of course, other than the title match that we had Friday night, was also... The opener that we used, of course, which was the song Imagine by the one and the only John Lennon. And, of course, talking about John Lennon, of course, it was Friday was, of course, as J.D. did talk about here, the 37th anniversary of his um, of his unfortunate uh, uh, shooting, um, and, of course, in New York City. J.D., uh, by far, I have heard several people inform me that uh, your, uh, your uh, editorial, I should call it, that's what it sounded like to me, uh, of of your of uh, the whole John Lennon situation and also your thoughts on the man himself was truly inspirational and remarkable and uh, by far sir uh, we do commend you on a what was a very unique uh, uh, telling of the man himself like I said John Lennon. Well, so, the uh, answer to that, and I say thank you very much. I mean John Lennon, like I said before, in my. Uh, uh, posting on Facebook, however, and also that I said in the uh, remembrance uh, a tribute to John Lennon, how I think no truer words could have been spoken about this great genius musical icon. How I've gone back to listen to it at least the beginning of that. I haven't listened to the whole show yet, however, but I've listened to the beginning of it again and again a couple times in the last day or two. And I, I commend everyone for thanking uh, not only you but for everyone out there. Thank you for uh, letting me hear your feedback of what you thought of this great genius, however. And like I said, if you still have any more comments or you want to talk more about it, feel free to do so. Just hit me up. That's all you got to do. Yes, and uh, J.D., uh, just, just so that way we can uh, do that, interview, we want to keep the, keep the thoughts and opinions going about your post. Where, 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 tell them uh, the web address that they can go to to visit that, uh, to read that particular post. I don't know if I still have it or I got rid of it, but I i mean, if I do have it, let me just check real quick how I'm, my Facebook wall, if it's still there or not. Uh, actually, it's gone. But like I said, you okay. can message me, however, on Facebook under Jared, J-A-R-E-D, small logo, J-D-R-O-L-A-M-O, D-I-G-I-R-O-L-A-M-O, Jared, J-A-R-E-D, D-I-G-I. And just look under 
the picture of my hair. You'll 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 see something if it says McKnight, Pennsylvania. Just request me as a friend, and I'll accept you, Howard. But if not, go back in the tar tark talk to archives and pull up that episode at one three eight oh five five pound. Excuse me. Because, uh, like you said, however, I mean, if you have not listened to any of the shows, or if you're a first-time listener and you're looking for a good show to listen to, this would be probably one that you might want to listen to or reflect upon. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, by all means, uh, like I said, any thoughts on John Lennon as well? Also, uh, please leave him, of course. Uh, he also has a group out there called Movie Fans Worldwide 2.0. Uh, if you'd like to... Comment, do some that too, yes. I was going to say that too, yes. And if you have any like videos of Lennon or you want to share some stories of uh, not only uh, movies and uh, music, however, other things too. We talk about sports, uh, all local sports and sports around uh, in general and wrestling and movies in general. Movie be trailers, movie soundtracks, clips. And uh, if you want to post reviews of all those things as well as wrestling, just hit up me, John, uh, Gerard, Michelle, anyone in the page, however, we'll be glad to accept you in. Absolutely, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can also uh, also give word to JT as well as he's also oversees our group in WWUS known as WWS Entertainment Cavalcade, which yes. is, by the way, the home, ladies and gentlemen, of our Wednesday night entertainment show, WWUS Outside the Ropes. You can visit, you can uh, uh, give JD a thought or two about this on their Entertainment Cavalcade page, which is, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUS Entertainment, if you want to give any thoughts to him about that as well. well let's go ahead, and speaking of J.D., let's go, ahead and let, let's go ahead and get him going here with, our, of course, our wrestling news and views here for tonight. And, of course, representing King Ice here tonight and giving us our wrestling news and views for this evening is the Iceman himself, J.D. Jared Girolamo. J.D., please go ahead and proceed. We are about three or four stories to talk about tonight, so let's get into them. The Rock will be on the Late Show with James Corden Thursday night to promote his new Jumanji movie. If that's not all, he was on Elm today with Kevin Hart promoting that movie and also talked about possibly running for president in 2020 and the new baby that he and his new wife, Lauren, found out that they were expecting, so congratulations to him. Meanwhile, according to the Charlotte Observer, a scarlet and silver robe worn by Ric Flair Howard during his WWE and WCW days sold at an auction on Saturday, and it was also autographed by Flair. The fetching price, $27,000. Ooh! Yes. Meanwhile, Braun Strowman, however, who had a tough match last night with Kane, if you want to call it that, however, spoke recently with Metro for a new interview discussing this past year and his relationship with Roman Reigns and more. Among the highlights listed, here's what he had to say, however. On looking back this year, everything is so fresh in WWE, it's hard to take it all in sometimes. I get moments when I'm riding the road late at night, and I get to reflect on my thoughts a little bit, man. It's really crazy to see how far I've come in literally two years. It's blown my mind thinking about SummerSlam this year being part of the main event there. Almost two years to the day, I debuted on Raw in the same building. When I made that debut, it was only the eighth time I had wrestled in front of people. Two years later, main event SummerSlam with three of the greatest towns on the face of the earth in front of a sold-out crowd in New York. It's crazy to think about that still. On his relationship with Roman Reigns, he said this, Roman and I are very similar in a lot of aspects regarding our work ethic and outlook on life. That's been one of the reasons why we have such great chemistry in being able to go and do the things that we do. I fully trust him. He's never steered me astray or suggested anything stupid for me to do that will make himself look better. He's a team player, and he's here to make the product better. A lot of guys get caught up in what everyone thinks about them instead of what everyone thinks about the match. At the end of the day, the match is what the people come to see. People have their favorite characters, but the characters are just characters until the match happens. Roman has been a big help in steering me the right way, and when I do something that isn't good, he's right there to let me know that I did something that sucks. 
That's the cool thing about the locker room right now. Everyone is trying to make the product better. On who we would like to have a matchup with, however, he said this. AJ Styles is definitely someone I'd like to get in the ring and have a singles match with. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of guys I haven't worked with yet. On being involved with Finn Balor, he said this. Finn and I are really good friends behind the scenes, but I haven't a lot of hand a lot of opportunities to work with him yet. We worked a couple of times at some live events, but I haven't had a lot of time to be in a program with him yet to pick his brain. He suggested stuff here, and they've helped me out. Everyone in the locker room is just trying to help each other. There's not no toxicity going around when people are trying to stab each other in the back. We're all here to make the product better and continue to show the world that we're the best at this. Meanwhile, however, our viewership took a little bit of a hit this week, however, and we'll tell you about that number here in just a second. But also, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, however, that this past weekend, however, WWE women made history in Abu Dhabi. As we saw on Raw, however, Monday night, however, Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss, however, fought this past week in the Middle East for the first time ever. And let's just say Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss, however, definitely had a moment that broke character, shall we say, before and after the match. As Sasha got very emotional, as we saw, however, in a clip last night on Raw that aired from this past week. Meanwhile, if that's not all, however, reports say that, according to reports, however, that the uh, somewhat uh, Punjabi prince himself, the Maharaja of Madness, or the Maharaja Meatball, whatever you want to call him, Jinder Mahal, was said to be not very happy about this past week, however, losing to Triple H and Roman Reigns in New Delhi and Abu Dhabi this past weekend. Meanwhile, Raw's television show averaged 2.68 million viewers this week, dropping from 2.81 from the week before. The first hour scored 2.87, while hour two drew 2.60, and the final hour dipped to a low 2.57. On the night, the Monday night football game between the Patriots and the Dolphins, which Tom Brady and company saw their eight-game winning streak blow up, however, delivered a strong 11.78 rating for the night and was the big winner of the evening. And finally, however, talk about shocker. The Jericho Penny Omega match continues to get heated up in more ways than one. This past weekend, Jericho confronted Omega, however, at a show, I believe. Um, I don't know if it was in Japan or not, however, but in preparation for their upcoming match, however, Jericho attacked Kenny Omega this past weekend, while Kenny Omega returned the favor less than 24 hours later and attacked Jericho after Jericho was seen talking about the upcoming match for the Wrestle Kingdom 12 match in Tokyo that'll be up in three weeks. Things came to a blow today, we understand, I believe, however, in, I believe, Japan, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to try to find out all this information, but I believe Jericho was the one that took the first blow into matter this past last weekend, I believe, on Saturday, which aired on Friday, however, Friday night here in the States and Saturday over in Japan, or it was maybe Saturday here or Sunday in Japan. But regardless, however, the buildup between these two guys continues to get heated up, however, and as we said, however, Omega took advantage of taking out Jericho today at a press conference, I think it was today, or maybe it was yesterday, in Japan that aired today here in the States. We'll uh, try to find out all the information between these two, but these two are definitely having a big war of words as they are getting prepared for their upcoming match in early January. And I think that's all I got for right now. Hello? Oh, you're still here. Okay. Did Chad, I'm here. Did Chad say he had to step off? I don't know. All right. Let me uh, 
pull up a clip. Let me uh, try to find the quotes from both of these guys, however. Oh, and also one final note, folks. NXT will be on USA tomorrow night, however, I believe at 7 o'clock, while the Tribute to the Troop show will be this Thursday night. Among the matches, yeah. you will see The Shield taking on The Bar and Samoa Joe in six-person tag, and Absolution, Tages Faction, and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville will take on Bailey, Sasha Banks, and Mickey James in a six-person match. Yes, my apologies, ladies and gentlemen. I had to wait prematurely. I did not want to interrupt JD's uh, news headlines there. So I'm trying to find the story about Jericho and Omega and see what was said and dealt with. Uh, I'm going to see what was said today and yesterday, and I'll tell you guys about that in a second. But like I said, the buildup of these two continues to be very, very intense. Their upcoming match. Thank you very much there, J.D., and of course, uh, anything else you wish to add, J.D.? Well, like I said, however, I'm going to find out. Oh, here we go. I found it. Uh, here we go. This was the this is the detailed transcript, okay? This is from Wade Keller, I guess. Wade Keller found out this is, I guess, yeah, it was in Japan. This is the story, however. Uh, it happened, however, like I said, however. After Kenny Omega won his match at a New Japan event as he was celebrating, a video interrupted. It showed Chris Jericho applauding and cutting a promo, mock applauding him for another hard-fought match. He asked if he was ready for him on January 4th, where, quote, we will find out who the best in the world is. He said Omega better be ready because he planned to beat the hell out of him. Then, back in the arena, however, the lights came back on and Jericho was standing behind Omega. He surprised Omega with a code breaker and began to pummel him with a barrage of punches. Then he smashed him in the face with the belt. He also hit the referee and a preliminary wrestler who jumped in to stop him. Omega came up bleeding, however. Jericho punched away his forehead as <clears throat> the bell rang over and over. Announcers Kevin Kelly and Don Callis, a.k.a. Cyrus, formerly of ECW, called for somebody to stop the attack, but said there wasn't anyone to stop it. As soon as Omega stood, Jericho took him down with another coat breaker. Jericho strutted. Kelly called on Callis to go check on him, but then told him not to go in the ring and instead let the doctor do it. Jericho was about to leave, but then returned to the ring and saw Callis checking on Omega. When Callis angrily asked him what he was doing, Jericho gave him a code breaker. Then he went back after Omega, and the bell began ringing over and over again. He rubbed the U.S. title belt across Omega's bloody face and then smeared the blood on the belt. The young bucks ran into the ring with a baseball bat in hand. Jericho quickly left the ring and then threw the bloody belt back into the ring and walked away with his arm raised. Kelly said that Callis and Jericho have been friends for over 20 years or longer. Jericho shoved the camera as he watched at the back and he yelled, I'll see you at the Tokyo Dome. The Bucks helped Omega to the back, clutching his U.S. title belt. Now, the next day, which I was believed today at a press conference, Kenny Omega showed up bandaged after the challenge and he felt his... This would become a gentleman's contest between the best and perhaps the greatest of all time. Omega said the following, Chris Jericho, I looked up to you. And then after yesterday, I've got another reason to believe that you are the best. But I've also got another reason to look up to you, Chris Jericho, because you taught me a very valuable lesson. He said as pro wrestlers, they are performers, however, and artists, and sometimes they get caught up too much in the entertainment of fans. He said he can get caught up in having five-star and six-star matches and being the MVP, to which he went on to say, You remind me, Chris Jericho, that its core professional wrestling is a fight. He said that this will not be who is a greater athlete, who can win over the live crowd, who the crowd's cheering them for. This is even going to be WWE versus New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is going to be a fight between two people who think he is the best. He said they're both willing to shed blood. So he went on to say, so, Chris, bring your best, and next time, yes, I can promise you, you're not going to get a chance to attack me from behind. You're going to see me coming head on. 
Omega then paused for questions from the assembled media, and here's we'll tell you more about what happened. Uh, I know this is long, but I'm going to get through all this. Uh, on how bad the injury is, however, he said, this is the first time someone has purposely injured me, cut me. After it happened, it really got me thinking. What was the meaning behind this? What does this do for our match? How can this now be a gentleman's contest? How can you find out who the best in the world is if you do these things, Chris? Then I remember Jericho said he was willing to do what it took to beat me. He said he was the best and he proved he's the alpha, and the alpha is always better than the omega. Well, Chris, congratulations. You have studied me well. Every time I have won a match that meant something, it has always been man-to-man, fair and square, with all the cards on the line. You attack him from behind while distracting me with the video. Well, that's something you would expect to see on Monday Night Raw, isn't it? And that is my mistake not to expect it. See, Chris, I've always praised just how smart you are. It's how you've remained relevant of all these years. It's how people have, how you have, people around the world still calling you best. And now, after yesterday, hour, I cannot be even mad. I can't disagree, Chris. You're officially smarter than me. I never saw it coming, but don't count me out because I've got a few surprises of my own. And at the dome, Chris, I'm going to show you. And even though this isn't the match I thought it would be, it's definitely the one that's going to. Everyone's going to want to see, and definitely the one that everyone's going to remember. How's my head? Well, it's fine. I'm glad I've got stitches, but it's going to be nothing compared to the carnage and destruction that you will see at the Tokyo Dome. All bets are off. This is no longer a gentleman's contest. This is going to be a brawl and a fight. Oh, yes. It's really heating up now with this. This is going to be an excellent contest. This is going to be a great, great I just wish they would advertise it on television. You know, I hope they do. And uh, also, one last match. I did not announce this. Tomorrow night on NXT, Alistair Black, for the first time, will face Adam Cole, baby, on NXT on USA. So, folks, get ready for what should be an epic showdown. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. And, of course, J.D., along with King and W.O.J.R. King Smith is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the radio network, of course, each and every night. And, of course, it doesn't fit. They always find a way to make it fit. In GTS's case, though, of course, Super Bowl and Death the best combination around. You cannot beat it whatsoever, even if you tried. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> Let's see what John has here in the rest of history and birthdays for today here, December the 12th. And he's got some good stuff here from what I've been reading here. But uh, y'all take a listen here very, very carefully. <clears throat> 28 years ago today, which was put it at 1989, WWF taped No Holds Barred, the match, the movie, from the Municipal Auditorium in Nashville. The No Holds Barred match a tag team steel cage match between the duo of Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake and the tandem of Randy Savage and Zeus. It was also the featured bout of a wrestling challenge taping. It did not air, however, until December 27th on pay-per-view. The No Holds Barred double feature began with the, with the movie starring Hulk Hogan airing in its entirety. That was followed by the steel cage match, the first in WWF history that was billed as No Holds Barred. Also in a WWF slash WWE first, the bout could be won by one pinfall, one submission, or both members of the team escaping the cage. Hmm. With the movie released in theaters six, six months earlier and one week after the release of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the movie in Match at One pay-per-view was a last-ditch effort to def- for the film to turn in a profit. It didn't really work. Just 185,000 homes bought the show, less than half the number of homes as Survivor Series just a month earlier. <clears throat> Despite the pay-per-view's failure, WWF owner Vincent Mann contended that because of distribution fees, the film managed to break even. Yeah. Also, no, this would be the last ever appearance of Zeus in the WWF as he left the company shortly thereafter the event. 
There were also four dark matches that took place on this, too. Dusty Rhodes defeated the Big Boss Man. Ultimate Warrior retained the Intercontinental title against Dino Bravo. And the Colossal Connection, Andre the Giant and Haku, defeated Demolition via countout in a WWF Tag Team title match. Also, Mr. Perfect, uh, Mr. Perfect defeated Ron Garvin, and this was televised. <clears throat> uh, Hulk Hogan and Bruce Beefcake did beat Randy Savage and Zeus in a steel cage match. 27 years ago today, 1990, the AWA World Heavyweight title is retired when their champion, Larry Zabisco, leaves for WCW. The AWA had been inactive since the fall. They continued to air programming until 1991, when the promotion filed for bankruptcy and ultimately shut down. 18 years ago today, we put it at 1999, WWF presented Armageddon from the National Car Rental Center in Sunrise, Florida, which is a suburb of Fort Lauderdale. 17,054 were in attendance, with 371,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The Acolytes won a tag team battle royal. Other participants included the Godfather, the Headbangers, Edge and Christian, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, the Main Street Posse, and Too Cool. Kurt Angle defeated Steve Blackman. Miss Kitty defeated Ivory, Jacqueline, and BB in a four-corners evening gown match to win the women's title. <laughs> Post-match, Miss Kitty stripped off her gown and briefly flashed the crowd before Sergeant Sauter rushed in covering her with a towel. Boo on Sergeant Sauter. We wanted to see some of that action. <clears throat> Though it's not the first time there was an international nudity on a WWF show. Of course, Capital Carnage in the UK on December the 6th, 1998, held that distinction. <laughs> the first time nudity happened at the WWF pay-per-view held in the United States. I, I, uh, <laughs> Hardcore and Crash Holly defeated Rikishi and Viscera. This was assumingly Rikishi's first pay-per-view since WrestleMania 13 when he wrestled as the Sultan. Val Venus won the European title over the British Bulldog and D'Lo Brown in a triple threat match. Kane defeated X-Pac in a steel cage. Chris Jericho defeated China to win the Intercontinental title. That was Jericho's first Intercontinental title reign. The Rock and Sock connection, of course, we all know is the Rock and Mankind, or Big Foley, whatever you want to call him, defeated the New Age Outlaws by DQ in a tag team title match. The Big Show retained the WWF title over the Big Boss Man. And Triple H defeated Vince McMahon in a street fight Falls Count Anywhere match. With that win, Triple H earned a WWF title match. Had he lost, his marriage to Stephanie McMahon would have been annulled. Stephanie turned heel post-match, dropping the sledgehammer and embracing Triple H. The next night, the couple revealed it was a ruse concocted by the couple in response to how Vince treated Stephanie earlier that year during the corporate ministry Uh run. And I do see on here we do have guest six, and I do believe that this is... this is a Neil Patel here who can join us here as well. Neil, welcome to 429 The Revolution. Uh, myself, JD, uh, John, and uh, Fonzie is on here with us as well. Did someone say something? I'm sorry. Uh, I think he was yawning. Were you yawning there? No, it was not. No, no, John's on the chat box. No, not you. Uh, I'm talking about that. I thought Fonzie was to... yawning there. Fonzie, I thought he was yawning there for a minute. I'm there. Okay. Fonzie yawned. Okay. Yeah. He's a a yawning man. (laughs) There you go. All right. um, Let's see here. 13 years ago today, we put it at 2004. 
WWE presented Armageddon from the Gwinnett Center in Atlanta, Georgia. About 5,000 were in attendance, which is 230,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. It's now from 240,000 for the 2003 edition and the least watched, watched edition of the event until the final one in 2008, which had 193,000 buys. Daniel Pewter defeated Mike Mizan and, of course, J.D.'s favorite guy, The Miz, <laughs> via judges' decision $1 million tough enough competition. And wouldn't you believe also Kurt Angle, uh, <clears throat> also Kurt Angle defeated Santa Claus. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that was a match. That was a match. Okay. JBL retained the WWE title over The Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero, and Booker T in a fatal four-way match. Um, ten years ago today, 2007, WWE, WWE released a jingle with Jillian on iTunes. Oh, my Lord. An album played... The album played up Jillian Hall's gimmick of being a terrible singer. <laughs> a second version of the album with two new tracks was released in 2010. The first version sold pretty well, breaking into the top 50 albums of Almatunes in the UK. When the rest was a bust, that number 120 on the Billboard 200. And Oh my lord, he's saying Prince. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. Okay, all right. Six years ago today, put at 2011, WWE aired a special edition of Raw featuring the 2011 Slammy Awards from Norfolk, Virginia. The show is for the return of the remasked Kane. Jim Ross won the, the Tell Me I Did Not Just See That Moment when he danced during the Michael Cole Challenge. Oh lord. The Holy you-know-what moment, went to Big Show and Mark Henry breaking the ring. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when that happened. CM Punk won Pipe Bomb of the Year. Kelly Kelly won Divalicious moment by winning Diva's title. Uh, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly Kelly is around, around. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Almighty oh, my. Yeah, Indeed. The OMG moment went to Undertaker kicking out of the tombstone power driver at WrestleMania 27 against Triple H. Zack Ryder won Trending Star of the Year. The Game Changer was won by The Rock, challenging Johnson into a match at WrestleMania a full year in advance. Now, that was awesome. And Snooki won the, w, the, the WWE A-Lister Award. Oh, my God, not Snooki. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and CM Punk took home Superstar of the Year. So, uh, well, CM Punk, did, I think, did deserve it that year. I think he had a real good run that Before year. we continue on, I can tell you right now, folks, uh, real quick, Howard, we have two more matches announced for Sunday. They are listed as follows. Mojo Rawley versus Zack Ryder for the pre-show, and the Bludgeon Brothers versus Brizongo. And also, Daniel Bryan has now put himself in as the second referee for the upcoming tag team match. This oh, season. no, here we go. Both the commissioner and the general manager are going um, to referee that big that big uh, tag match pitting um, Sammy and uh, KO versus Randy and Shinsuke. Randy and Shinsuke, yeah, okay. Oh my! Well, it's all been a pretty interesting match. We'll talk more about that here towards the week here, folks. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Calm down with the karaoke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, five years ago, they put in 2012. 
PWInsider.com reported WWE was talking to focus groups online about ways to generate interest in the Divas division. The research and feedback would give birth to the reality series Total Divas. You mean to tell me that that's how that show got started? Oh, Must have been. Lord. That's crazy. To generate interest, WWE generate, trying to generate interest in the Divas division, they give them, that's how they give them it the must show. Have been. Oh Lord! Oh Lord, man! Oh my goodness! Uh, we have some we have some birthdays here, uh, guys. Uh, we have some birthdays here. Uh, let's see here. Um, happy 36th birthday to Eddie Kingston. Happy 51st birthday to the Ultimo Dragon. Huh? Wow! And happy and happy 53rd birthday to ECW legend Sabu. And I think uh, Sean also said it was Gary Michael Capetta's birthday today, too. Well, I was, I was getting to that one here next, yes. Uh, happy, well, there was one more before that, but I'll get to that in just a second. A happy 83rd birthday to Jose Lothario. Uh, of course, the mentor of Shawn Michaels during the 96-97 uh, run he had with the belt and everything. Uh, last time, I think, he also uh, managed Shawn to help him win the belt was Royal Rumble 97, I believe, was the last time. Um, and I also say happy birthday to one of our own here, a person, and his, here's where it is, J.D., a person who has visited Raw Radio one time here, and of course, it was March of last year, and as, of course, uh, I do believe we did induct him this year to the WCW U.S. Hall of Fame, as legendary WCW commentator Gary Michael Capetta. Yes, today he turns 66 today. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Uh, okay. And John said that's how he, that that's, uh, he, oh. that's how uh, we got for the rest of history and birthdays here for today. John, thank you very much here. Big time here indeed. J.D., thank you very much for the rest of the How old is Gary Capetta? Sorry about that. I had to step out for a second. 66. 66? 66. 66. 66, okay. 66 times. Okay. Yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, but happy birthday to all there here this evening. And, J.D., thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for tonight. 1724-444-7444. Call ID 1-3-8-5-Pound. This is episode 429 of WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, September 12, 2017. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, and also Anil Patel has joined us here now on on the show here this evening. <clears throat> I think Anil has just now left, uh, so uh, so we do thank you for coming on here tonight as well. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and get things rolling here. With uh, of course, uh, we'll do a couple quick takes here. Uh, just just everyone around name their best moments. Uh, John's probably got like a boatload up already, but if y'all just want to name some key moments that y'all thought was pretty good on Raw, please feel free to do that. Uh, tonight, I'm going to give it. A, I'm going to call it here tonight, and uh, say who goes who goes in. Uh, Fonzie, did you have an opportunity, sir, to check out Raw last night? Uh, yes. Okay. Anything about it you wish to bring to us tonight? Uh, I didn't like the main event how it ended. Okay. Um. Uh, Sha- uh Oscar. Uh. Actually, it was supposed to be Fox. Uh, she got attacked by the Page Group. 
Um, yeah. Uh, then they tagged Oscar. So uh, I didn't watch the first part, the beginning of it though. But um, the main event was stupid how it ended. So uh, yeah, this is pretty much I think the how how the main event ended. She ended like that. So, uh, right. yeah. Good point. Okay, good point of view there, Ozzy. Thank you very much, there, sir. ABM, let you go last. I'm gonna go ahead and start reading what John has. I'm sure John's gonna talk a bunch, so I'm gonna go ahead and go through what he has to say. Uh, <clears throat> and John says now on to Raw. Samoa Joe starts off the show by challenging Roman Reigns. The big dog not for a match, but for a fight. But Roman walks straight into a trap by the bar. Rollins and Ambrose tried to save their brethren, but the bar and Samoa Joe overpowered them. Then the Raw ladies roster against Absolution kicks off as Bailey and Mickey James battle Paige and Miss Mandy Rose with Sasha Banks and Bailey and Mickey James corner and Sonya Deville in the corner, of course, of Absolution. Paige and Rose got the win over Bailey and Mickey James. The same is between Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Yes, creepy. Who will win the dark character of this? One thing John does not want to say, however, is a House of Horrors 2. So, let's wait and see what happens with that. that. Yeah, there you go. Battle with a nice victory over two-thirds of the Miseraj. And then, of course, it's Rollins versus Sheamus. Both of them have a great chemistry in the ring. Both men, former Money money in the Bank winners, cash it in at the same time. Coincidence that happened in 2015. Rollins cashed it in at WrestleMania, and Sheamus cashed the gold in at Survivor Series. Rollins comes away with the victory, but John doesn't think it's the last time we see the two in the ring against one another. A decent fatal four-way cruiserweight match, and like John adds, Cedric Alexander looked red hot in this match. Glad he's winded, he's winding his feud down with Noam Dar and Alicia Fox and can focus on take, taking on Enzo Amore for the cruiserweight title. But he must take on Drew Gulak to get the number one contendership spot in, in Providence. And speaking of Enzo, John doesn't know what the whole Nia Jax Enzo thing is all about either. Reigns and Cesaro, Mike John says, my goodness, that was a fun match. title. These guys have awesome chemistry in the ring. It was a story they told, and Reigns and Cesaro, in John's personal opinion, should have one-on-one matches more and more. That's a good point. That's a good point of view. Finally, the Raw roster, including the Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss, Again, put their hands on Absolution, just on Absolution, or getting ready to finish the job on Asuka. It didn't work out that way. Then, of course, the uh, Jason Jordan Kurt Angle segment was just whack. Jordan then makes a commotion in the Samoa Joe Dean Ambrose one on one fight, which obviously turns out to be a triple threat because Jason Jordan got involved. Samoa Joe, Samoa, despite the odds, wins the match. Uh, and then we get Kane versus Braun Strowman with, uh, with the stakes high. The winner of this gets a, a date with Suplex City at the Royal Rumble for the Universal title. Boy, Strowman kicked out two choke slams. was unbelievable because no one has ever gotten out of Kane, Kane's choke slam. I say he doesn't care how big or small or little or strong you are. No one can kick out of Kane's choke slam or his tombstone. Strowman counters with a choke slam of his own, and Kane would kick out eventually. Then they brought on the outside, and just like they did to the to the ring in November, they broke the ring barricade, and it was a double countout. But the, but the fun doesn't end there. Strowman and Kane continued to beat the crap out of each other, 
Love the steel steps collision with Strowman getting the better of Kane. And Kane fights back and uses the chair to his advantage. The table also brought uh, brought out was also brought out. And Strowman and Kane knock each other down, and Kane does his infamous sit-up. But believe it or not, Strowman also set up looking at Kane just like the Undertaker. Oh, boy. And then Strowman ends up putting Kane through the table. But who is the number one contender? Of course, Kurt Angle's got to make a decision on, on, on his hands. It turns out to be actually Lesnar versus Kane versus Strowman at the Royal Rumble <clears throat> to in Philadelphia for the Universal title. And Lesnar will have to defend it at the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia just like he did in 2015. And of course, when he took on Seth Rollins and John Cena for the WWE World Heavyweight title and what John called one heck of a battle. Uh, this is a triple threat match between Lesnar, Kane, and Strowman. Reinforce that ring immediately. Sorry, indeed. I would. <laughs> yes, indeed, yeah. Reinforce the ring in Philadelphia, whatever you do. Reinforce the ring in Philadelphia between Lesnar versus Kane versus Strowman if they do have a triple threat match for the Universal title. And John, that's all he's got for his review. I could have said some of that better myself. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely agree. You know, that's what they always do. I mean, whenever something like that, when you get an opportunity to fight or earn a spot for the, for the belt, it always pretty much comes out that way. You know, the ultimate solution, triple threat match. It's the only solution you can come up with, to be fair. But, of course, you know, they're going to probably do something else that's, uh, that's, that's not going to be expected by anybody. They always try to do that. All right, J.D., uh, any... any uh, there we go. Your thoughts about Raw, please go ahead. All right, here he goes. All right. To quote John in his post report on Facebook Live last night, however, it was chaotic, it was crazy, and it was crap in Cleveland. Okay, it was a good start. I will admit, however, the Bar and Samoa Joe, of course, go to Roman Reigns in the Shield down to the ring. Of course, we saw what happened. However, mind you. And, of course, that led to a brawl, and, of course, things got testy between all the parties involved, however, to start the show. So that's where we go in the beginning of the show, which was very interesting. Once again, we show that uh, apparently Samoa Joe loves to be pals, apparently, with both Cesaro and Sheamus. Then, of course, we go into our first match, which was Paige's faction absolution of the Scream Queen or Miss uh, Wednesday Adams of the WWE, as I'm going to be calling Paige now, however, along with her new friends, the tough uh, MMA mixed fighter, however, who is supposedly a very tough fighter, I heard, in Sonya Deville. And, of course, the blonde bimbo bitch who can't wrestle a lick and can't talk worth a lick, Mandy the fake boo bros. As a result, they took on Bailey and Mickey James with Sasha. And, of course, we saw once again Absolution get the better of Bailey and Mickey. Uh, the whole Matt Hardy, Bray Wyatt thing, I am not a fan of this by any means necessary. I think it's stupid, I think it's pointless, and I think it's absolutely a waste of time. Next, of course, we had Finn Balor taking on Curtis the Axeman Axel. And, of course, Finn once again takes care of Mrs. Little Lackey, who finally took off the neck brace for the first time in a few weeks and actually fought a match. But, of course, it didn't last very long inside of two minutes as that was a very quick, easy-peasy match. Of course, Bo Dallas tried to interfere. Of course, look where it got you, Bo. Of course, he got knocked on your butt once again by the Demon Slayer. 
Uh, next, we had Seth versus Sheamus. This was one of the few matches I did like in the evening. It was good. It was entertaining. I mean, you've got to give Sheamus a lot of credit despite the injuries and the health issues he's had right now with the stenosis at the back, and he's still uh, toughening it out. And you also got to give credit definitely to Rollins, I mean, with the knee. I mean, it seemed like his knee a couple times was giving him trouble in the match. I don't know if he was just selling it as part of the match or he was legitimately hurt, but these two put on a very good match Anytime you have these two in the ring, I think there's really good chemistry with each other. They've uh, done very well with this program. However, I've been continuing to enjoy it more and more, however, and I thought Rollins being Sheamus here last night was good to see. Uh, next, of course, we had the Cruiserweight matchup involving Cedric Alexander versus Tony Yaz versus Mustafa Ali versus Arya Davari uh, in a four-way qualifier for a number one contenders match. And, of course, before that, in the back, who do you have but uh, Enzo's little... Uh, Let's just say Speaker of the House, so to speak. However, Drew Pepperjack Gulak, while Enzo again continuing to look like a little punk-ass bitch because he's afraid to get in the ring before this thing is settled. Now, speaking of the Cruiserweights, however, I have heard, however, on good authority that they will probably either sometime either tonight or in the next couple weeks before the year's out or early part of after the holiday, maybe Christmas or New Year's, will be debuting two new stars one of them I've heard it could be former TNA wrestler Rockstar Spud, which I don't know why the hell WWE is going to take a chance on him because he's a joke. And then, of course, Hideo Itami, a.k.a. Kenta. We'll see what he can bring to the table. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But Cedric ends up winning. Now he will face Drew Pepperjack Gulak, obviously, coming up this Monday night. Hard to see who will go on to face Enzo. Now the question is, will they do two matches on that same night, however? <laughs> involving the Cruiserweights, however, or will they settle with the Cruiserweight title once and for all on Christmas night and have Enzo have a uh, very lousy Christmas when one of these two guys takes his title? Now, I'm hoping Cedric does beat Gulak, however. I hope it's a good match, but if Gulak somehow wins through help of his Zotrain mates, however, and go on to face Enzo, I hope to God WWE does not go back to WCW lame-ass booking 1999, early 99, finger poker doom match on Christmas night and insults the fans' intelligence this way. That would be absolutely stupid. But if he goes in against Alexander, Alexander and Enzo fight, hopefully it'll be a good 7-8 minute match. But I think these two will hopefully put on a decent match, at least I hope, this Sunday. Or not this Sunday, this Monday in Providence. Uh, Roman versus Cesaro, good match. I was very impressed with this match. Uh, Roman held his own. Cesaro again shows why he tends to be very tough. They continue to find a way to uh, yeah. sometimes in more ways than one. Cesaro the shaft, however, but you know what? You've got to give a tip of the cap, however, to both of these guys. I mean, Roman, of course, did hold his own just like his good friend Seth did against Sheamus. Cesaro again tried to give it his all, and he did. I will give him credit credits due. Obviously, how are in the matchup involving Roman. Now, let's see. What else have I forgotten? Oh, yes. The women's match. Asuka coming out to face Alicia Fox. Uh, it looked like it was going to happen, but once again, who shows up but uh, the minions, as I like to call them. Miss Wednesday Adams, the blonde bimbo. Uh, uh, blonde bimbo. What's another good B word? Help me out with a B word here. Blonde bimbo. Blue bimbo. Well, blonde and bimbo, yeah, but I need another good word for another B word. Yeah, yeah. The big blonde bimbo herself and the fake-looking bitch Mandy Rose, who I am sick of more and more. I've seen her stupid face every week. 
and I'm getting sick of her being Paige's lackey and Sonya Deville. But this time, however, Paige had to back off. When apparently, however, after Oscar got attacked by Paige's minions, however, if you will, how Oscar came back swinging, and then of course the entire locker room emptied out, including Nia Jax. However, which by the way. Like John said, as far as the Nia Jax Enzo thing, I'm getting sick of as well. That is actually becoming more and more stupider by the week. And I don't know why they're doing that. But I think right now, Paige better take a little bit of advice, Howard. Watch her step, Howard. Because right now, Howard, she thought when she came back, she was going to be showing it was her house, Howard. And it was still her house. Well, guess what? Times have changed there, honey. Times have changed. And guess what, Howard? The locker room, I don't care if you're Oscar. I don't care if you're Sasha. I don't care if you're even Alexa. Guess what? You're going to have to earn the trust. And I said this early, I think, yesterday on Raw Radio, Howard, and uh, maybe, Chad, I think you heard it, and I'm sure, uh, Fonzie, if you get a chance, you'll hear what I'm saying here. And John even agrees with me when I said this yesterday. You have to earn the trust back in the locker room. You just can't come in and say, oh, it's my house. It's still the way it's supposed to be when I was here. Well, guess what? You've been gone for, what, a year, Paige? You decide to bring your new minions with you, however, because you couldn't do it by yourself, however, and you think you should deserve an opportunity to go after someone like, say, Alexa or possibly Oscar. Well, guess what, however? It's a little bit of a difference now that's happened within the past year. You haven't faced someone like Nia Jax. You have not faced someone like Oscar before. Hell, I don't think you've. I think you have a little history with Alexa, but as far as Oscar and Alexa, uh, Nia go, I don't think you've had any history with either one of these girls yet, Paige. So guess what? I think you're in for a little surprise now because these two girls, however, are going to show you, along with whoever else they decide to bring up from NXT. However, I mean, you've brought Ruby Riot and Sonya De- and uh, Liv Morgan, which another talking about another fake want to be like uh, Mandy Rose, Liv Morgan's app, but I'll tell you what, if you think you're going to have your way with someone like Nia or Oscar Page, good luck. Good luck. As far as Samoa Joe and Ambrose go, uh, this is one of my, uh, like uh, Michelle does, and this is also one of my bitch fits, however. This match was okay for the most part, but I am tired. I am getting sick of seeing Jason Jordan every week just continue to be the biggest kiss-ass to Kurt Angle by far. I wish they would pull the switch on him now and just fully turn him heel. He is not getting the responses he's getting. And once again last night, he found a way to louse this all up, power and screw Dean over. I hope next week they just have a one-on-one match between Dean and Jordan, and I hope Dean teaches the little punk a lesson. Uh, that leads us into the main event, Braun Strowman and Kane. This was stupid, lame-ass booking by Kevin Dunn, as John says many times, and I would agree. Uh, now, apparently, we're going to maybe have a triple threat match, possibly at the Rumble. We'll have to wait and see what happens on Monday with Paul Heyman and uh, Brock showing up here. However, but of course, after that, we probably won't see them again, at least until maybe after the first of the year, or maybe the week before the Rumble or the week of on the go-home show heading into the Rumble, or maybe a couple weeks before the Rumble. But, uh, yeah... Except for the last two little bits, however, and the whole Enzo thing, it was an okay show. It wasn't a great show. It was a fair, eh, kind of in the middle type show. But again, I just think, however, there's been weeks, however, over the last month or two, they've been hit and miss, however, more misses than hits. And I'll tell you right now, they better start correcting that problem before the in the next few weeks before the year's out, going into the new year. Because I'll tell you right now, if they keep going down the wrong way past starting into the new year, and into the Rumble Hour and beyond, however, then they're going to be in big trouble. So right now, I think they have got to decide very soon, and I've said this so many times on all the shows, not just this one, but all of the shows, Raw Radio, Attitude, uh, Radio, uh, um, 
Wolfpack, uh, the debates, wrestling revisit, everything. They've got to go back to two hours. They have got to start scaling back two hours. The three-hour thing is just not working anymore. It's not. Great point of view all around there, gentlemen. Thank you very much, J.D., John, and Fonzie, for your thoughts and opinions on last night's Monday Night Raw show. Let's take care of this here one more time. Once again, they want to take a deal for Tom for coming on. He had to leave. But we do thank you for joining us here earlier this evening. 1724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode number 429 of WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, December the 12th, 2017. Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here along with the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and Fonzie joining us here this evening. Uh, gang, I think it's about time for us to get to get prepared here for something uh, very, very interesting. Oh, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. Uh, there was a story here. I just saw it a second ago. I'm reading this on the gorilla position. There was a report saying that apparently after her personal life became public this year, recently Paige said in an interview recently, however, this is a story, however, she spoke on the Chasing Glory of Learning, uh Garcia podcast, however, recently, she arrived at a bad place, however, and at one point almost tried to commit suicide. Ooh. Believe it or not. After her personal info was leaked. Well, guess what, Paige? It was your stupidity that cost you that. Remember that. No one's fault but your own, honey. Good point of view there, uh, as always, there, J.D. Thank you very much. Uh, let's... Uh, <coughs> Uh, let's go ahead and uh, while we get everything set and set and prepared here, folks. Like I said, as we as we've been talking about all night long, we will uh, <clears throat> we of course will be bringing bring you here. Uh, hmm. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, we'll be like I said, of course, using uh, of course the the the, uh, bat, the template, of course, of as we call wrestling Jeopardy. Of course, we we, we use older. Um, Older, older, uh, uh, used versions are they're made by wrestling fans all around here. Uh, of course, it's under the format based on the game show Jeopardy. Of course, uh, and of course, like this, this, this actually makes it a little bit more interesting here. Indeed, uh, I will go ahead and tell you here, guys, that tonight's Wrestling Jeopardy uh, game that was made was made back in 2013. So try to that. You might have to think back about that. You might have to kind of rewind back a little bit here that might kind of help you out here if that, if that kind of tells you something, okay? All right. Uh, <clears throat> One thing I know John will say tomorrow night, however, when he goes over the history and birthdays, in fact, it was 29 years ago tomorrow, a significant event had, and I'm sure John will mention it tomorrow, and if he doesn't, however, that happened that was considered one of the, well, let's just say not one of the greatest pay-per-views in history. Ah, Okay. We'll definitely, we'll definitely be, uh, we'll definitely bring that up in our wrestling history and birthdays tomorrow night on the Wednesday edition of Revolution, as well as, of course, our thoughts and opinions on tonight's SmackDown Live. Uh, <clears throat> in the meantime, here, uh, John, first off, I need to ask you: Do you want to come on and uh, and give us your answers via your voice, or do you want to stay on the chat box? Come on, Undertaker. Come from your grave. I dare you. I dare you. <laughs> John is staying in the chat box tonight. All right. Okay. All right, John. That is okay. 
Uh, JD, first off, of course, the ritual here, as we always do in our trivia championship matchups, I will need for you to hand me the belt in question. You got it. It's right in your hands right now. John, look at it carefully. Because it's okay. going to be a war, I feel. Okay. And five, and <coughs> I'm going to do the proper introductions here indeed while I hold on to this championship belt here while everyone is looking looking around here at it and all that kind of wetting their whistles a little bit, hoping to get a good opportunity at this sometime down the road. Indeed. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is a Wrestling Jeopardy Trivia Championship matchup, and it is for the WCWUS United States Heavyweight hold on, Championship. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They got the ring bell here. There you go. Oh, old style, yes. That's good. I like that. Old that's still one from the Madison Square Garden. Absolutely. And when I tell you, once again, play it one more time, and all after I get done with the introduction. Thank you very much. I'm going to stand by on that. Uh-huh. Um, introducing first, of course, our, our special guest judge here tonight, uh, J.D. John, you will, you will take the advice of this judge. Of course, whatever question I pose to him and all that, he will make the call whether or not if a certain answer will be allowed or he will get like half of what the value of the question is based on what is the actual answer that is given in this during any of these questions. Is that, of course, both understood by both of you? J.D., is that understood? Yes. What's that? Sorry. You didn't hear No, because I'm trying to get the ring back. No, what I was saying is, okay, what I was saying is, J.D., uh, John did understand that, but let me repeat for JD here. What I, what I was saying is, is that anything that Fonzie does mention here, like I will pose a question to him, but people will accept an answer that you or John give, okay. as uh, of course a, a, as close to the actual correct answer, or if you get half of the actual correct answer correct, that he will able to determine whether or not you will receive points, like half okay. of what the points are, or the full points, or no points at all. Is that a, is that? Yep, that's good. Okay, and John did just say he is clear on that here as well. <clears throat> and here are the participants here, ladies and gentlemen. Can I call them First of all, not yet, not yet. Wait till after, I'm not done with the intro yet. Okay. And then after after I do that, then you can, okay. then before I read what the what the question, what the category oh. there they are, you can ring the bell. Okay, just okay. hold on one second. Okay. Here comes first the challenger, hailing from Front Royal, Virginia. He is, of course, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and part of the Raw Radio Broadcast Team on TalkShoot.com. He is the Human Suplex Machine, John Godero. Scrolls, scrolls, And his opponent, hailing from Stinky Pit—I mean Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania—he <laughs> is the current. He is, of course, part also part of the Raw Radio Broadcast Team on TalkShoot.com. A 2015-17 WWS Hall of Famer and the current and defending WCWS United States Heavyweight Champion, he is the Iceman JD Jared D. Geronimo. You may proceed. All right, hold on. There you go. Okay, I didn't quite hear. Hold on, try it again. Let me get it again. Get the uh, ring here. Come on, get the bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tag team match scheduled for one fall. 
in the ring to my left, hailing from parts unknown, at a total combined weight of 577 pounds, Rex Spot the Boondog. I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to get the damn bell going here. I can't get it going. Hold on. Ding, ding, ding. There you go. That's okay. We'll 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 get we'll get We'll try it again after. I tell you what. We'll try it again after the match is over. Okay. That'll work. Okay. All right. And JD and John, here are the categories. First off, it is one, two, three, four, and five hundred are the values. The categories are: for number one is the longest-running weekly episodic television show in history. That is the name of the category. We all know what it is, but I'm just telling yeah. you what that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, second, second category is making an impact. I'm just going to be talking about TNA since this is, this is 2013. So thank TNA instead of GFW. Okay. This is extreme. Next category is WCW ruins everything, and the code of honor is all your categories there. And of course, we put them on backstage, and the challenger goes first. So, John, you will get a chance for us to choose a category and a question, please, sir. John, you need me to repeat the categories again? Okay, then repeat the categories for John one more time. John, the categories are longest-running weekly episodic television show in history, making an impact, this is extreme, WCW ruins everything, and the Code of Honor is your categories. I said one, two, three, four, and five hundred are the values. And JD has diarrhea. (laughs) Why did I say that on the air? I don't know. All right, John is going with WCW ruins everything for two hundred. Let's see what this is right here. Okay, John, here is the question. This actor won the WCW World Heavyweight title in 2000, but donated all the money from his contract to the families of Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, and Darren Drozdov. Is that your final answer, John? John says David Arquette, and he is correct. So John is now has 200 on the board right here. Uh-oh. He donated that to the families of Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, and Draws. I, I, I did not know that. J.D., you're up next, sir. Okay, I'm going to go with the longest episodic show in television history for 300. Oh, okay. This man bought Raw out from Vince McMahon's feet in 2009 leading to the first commercial-free episode of Raw and the guest host era. Who was Donald Trump? That's your final answer. Yes. And you are correct, sir. It was Donald Trump. 
So JD has going into the first go around here. JD is up 300 to 200. John, you're up next. John's going for the for the long long named category here. Almost running episodic for two hundred. Okay, and here it is, John. She was the first female WWE Hardcore Champion, defeating Crash Holly for the title. Though he won it back quickly afterwards. Ah, and also remember, too, that uh, if you get one wrong and all that, the other person will not get a chance to answer, and that question will be thrown out. John, is that your final answer? Okay, all right. John says he it was one of the Godfather's hoes, and he is actually correct. Did not say which one it is, but uh, so that was what two hundred for that book list. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was two hundred. Okay, that's right. And uh, John's now back up on JD by hundred. He's up to four hundred to three hundred right now. JD, please proceed. Okay, what was the WCW one again? WCW ruins everything. All except two hundred is still there. 400. 400 and WCW ruins everything. This patriotic WCW superstar once won the WCW TV title by finding it in a trash can. Who was Hacksaw Jim Duggan? That's my final answer. It was indeed, yeah. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And JD gets another 400 right there. (laughs) (laughs) That was coming. Whenever Santa Claus sees Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and one other girl, he says, "Ho, ho, ho!" Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was terrible. Uh, that was funny. So, well. uh, John, you're up. <laughs> John's going is going with. Ooh, this is extreme for 400. Okay, let's see what it's right here. John, these two men were the only ECW Pennsylvania champions. John, are those your final answers? Besides that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice one there, Tommy. Very nice. John (laughs) Shane Shane Douglas and the Sandman. John, the correct answers were Tommy Cairo and Tony Stetson. Tommy Cairo fought in the early years of ECW, 1993. Is that what it was called, Eastern Championship Wrestling? Yes, NWA Eastern Championship Wrestling. They didn't change it until Shane Douglas uh, threw down the NWA Bell 94. Right, that's right. 
Good guess, okay. Oh, that was that was a good guess. And of course, uh, one quick thing here. Of course, y'all remember the line from Christmas Vacation. Whenever Chevy Chase is talking to his boss and he's talk, talking to all the guys following his boss, Merry Christmas. He says, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my tail. Kiss your tail. Kiss his tail. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. JD, you're up next. I am going to take ECW for uh, 500. Well, this is extreme for five. All right, let's see what this is. Okay, excuse me. Yeah. This guy was the original owner of ECW when it was known as Tri-State Wrestling Alliance. Who was Todd Gordon? And that's my that's final it. answer. You say Todd Gordon. answer is Joel Goodhart. That's right. He sold to Todd Gordon. I should have known that. That was a tough one. Yeah. Well, hey, again, good guesses all around here, folks. So, so J.D. and John still know their stuff here. All right, John. Um, and actually, he put in parentheses... He hits his hand on the computer table, and then he says, LOL, after he didn't get that What the hell? Yeah, he hits no, his... No, no, not that. No, John said, put something up. John, let me ask you this, and if you can hear me. What is this video of this guy flying down uh, Route 28 near Frying Pan Road, however? Is this the today? Because he has a picture of this guy. He has this guy. It says he used his cell phone to catch up with the night PM running down about twenty eight hour and he's literally on top of a frying pan we're talking. John says it was today. Holy shit, that's crazy. See how cold it is and everything? This guy's totally fuck naked. He's like stabbed with a knife. Oh the hell, John. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't wanna I don't wanna see I don't want to So this guy has like a knife, he's stabbed like he's like a psycho. It's crazy. I don't want to see no hard-boiled balls in the front. Oh, <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Who was... Uh, it was... Uh, uh, whose turn is it? Crap. Uh, it's John. It's John. It's John. That's okay, John. You're okay. And John said he apologized for that. John, you're up next here, bud. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Fonz, for helping me keep it up with that. I do appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, huh. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, indeed. Pennsylvania is a fine state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's Stop a new one. <laughs> that one. And, uh, uh, kind of, oh, oh, and we have news, guys, and this is totally an arm wrestling related. Oh, we go. Doug Jones did defeat Roy Moore tonight in Alabama. The big uh, election in Alabama that was going on between Jones and uh, Roy Moore, it went down to the wire, it says here, Doug Jones stunned everyone and won, believe it or not. Well, what sport? Not it's politics, I'm talking. I mean, it's politics. politics. Uh, yeah, Roy Moore, the one who was always accused of uh, underage little uh, girls and all that such, and he was lucky that he was running for election. He should have been barred from the political election. Well, he lost tonight, which is good. Good. That's Very what good. I say. Very good. Very good. And by the way, I think John was saying about that video, J.D., he said it was near his neck of the woods. It was near Fairfax, Virginia. Right on 64, I know where he's at. Over on I-64. Yep, I know where he's at. Yep. Okay. Oh, All that's right. crazy. It is. John, here, let me, let me just run down right fast what we have left here. We have a lot, of course, a lot of categories left. And a lot of questions left. Let me go ahead and run down what we have available. Longest running, longest running episodic TV show. Yeah. 
of the available here, one, four, and five hundred. Making an impact, all five clues still available. This is extreme, one, two, and three still available. WCW ruins everything, one and three. And the code of honor, one, three, and five, and WCW ruins everything still available. And the code of honor, all five clues are still available. John Stanton is going with Code of Honor for 300, okay? <clears throat> okay apparently, apparently this, this seems to be about Ring of Honor, guys. This is what this is about, apparently. Ring of Honor currently has a working relationship with this alternative wrestling company filled with wrestlers like Jigsaw, Icarus, the Fonzie Belch, I'm mistaken, uh, the Young <laughs> Bucks, and Mike Quackenbush. Remember, John, 2013, this is when this thing was made. And John, J.D., John, let me tell you, it was, not, it was Interstate 66, not 64. Okay, but I know where he's at. I know exactly. I've been on that road when I come back from my vacations. Usually I've traveled on that road at some time. But I know it's near 64, but I know where he's at, though. Yeah, that's crazy that guy would do something like that today. Uh, John, the only thing I can tell you about this company... Is what letter it starts with, I guess, and you could probably take your take take your uh, yes from from there. Uh, it starts with a C. If that kind of helps you, any, I don't know. I I don't really hear too much about this particular company. It makes JD go to the bathroom about every time. While we're waiting on that here, folks, uh, <coughs> I wanted to, I wanted to uh, talk to everyone here. Um, with it being the Christmas season, and I know I did put this down as part of tomorrow night's lineup for WWS Outside the Ropes. In addition to, uh, in addition, of course, to all our JD and I bringing you news currency at Full Leather Mania and other sources, and also we'll get in a few trivia questions here from JD. What I'm also going to do with it being, of course, the Christmas season, of course, you know the Christmas music just put blaring out there uh, big time here from the old to the new. It's out there there, folks. Uh, <clears throat> tomorrow, I figure what we do is I'm going to look this up tonight and I'm going to have the list ready to go, is give our opinions on, on a list of some of the best Christmas music that has been that has been that is, that I, is, I like, that's all, different, all, all, different, all different versions. I'm going to try, I like to try to find like bit by bit here. Um, I saw one last year, I think last year or two years ago, where I had uh, uh, um, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey, which I did not, I don't really hear too much about that one, to be honest with you. Um, so Mariah Carey can't really sing that much. Anymore. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> that's my opinion. But um, but like I said, I wanted to give everyone's take about the... The Kings, the Kings is a good one, Father Christmas. Yes, it is. Uh, so I did uh, U2 yesterday, uh, uh, the U2 version of uh, Christmas Tune, which is good, and of course... About grandmother got over by a reindeer. Yes, I played that last yes, that Monday, remember? I played that last Monday on our radio. <laughs> yes, and also, of course, of course, another one I thought was pretty good 
was I'm sure you know, you probably heard a version of this done here a couple years ago, um, a newer version of this, but they did this and started doing this back in the 80s, which featured a whole lot of uh, rocks, rock and roll superstars from, I think, the United Kingdom and overseas. Yeah. Do they, do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, I had that on my wall. That's a good one. Yep. Or I mean, Michael they, and uh, Boy George and Phil Collins. Yep, that's I, that's one I have on my head on my wall. Uh, uh, 12, John did the Twelve Paints of Christmas. Uh, and in fact, I have Do They Know It's Christmas with Band Aid for That's one I have on my wall. So I put that up a month ago. Uh, what else did they have? Uh, of course, the one if Gerard was here, he knows this would be a good one. The uh, Mackenzie Brothers. Oh yes. You can't go wrong with that one. That's still a classic. That's still always a classic. Listen to that one. Well, we're going to go over. We'll go over some of that, of course, on outside the ropes here tomorrow, in between our uh, our, our our pop culture headlines and, of course, the movie trivia challenge here with JD tomorrow night on outside the ropes. Call ID one four one three eight seven pound. Be sure to join us for that. John has answered the question. He said, "And is that, John, is that your final answer, sir?" And, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to say, but unfortunately we lost the live video feed for uh, from WWS Legacy. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, it cannot take having anything else on there. I apologize about that. Uh, so we're just going to just forego the video. And John is, John is saying CZW for his answer. John, the answer is Chikara. And that was kind of a hard question. So, uh, but a good guess, though, John. Very good. Cause I think they've had some relations with CZW before. Yeah, Combat Zone Wrestling. Did he go with though? Yeah. Okay. Like All right, JD, you are up next, sir. All right, I'm gonna say. However, what was the second category? The second one. The second category. Yeah, that was listed yeah. in the Okay, it was uh, making an impact. All five clues are. I'm gonna take making an impact for 300, though. Okay, this is you should be just about pretty much TNA, I believe. Yep. All right, the company that owns TNA. What is global? Like four uh, years ago, maybe. Four, like four years. Ago. Oh, okay. What is Anthem Sports Entertainment? That's my final answer. The answer is Panda Energy. Energy. So know that. Yeah, yeah. I remember the thing was done four years ago. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. After going after so far here, JD still maintains a lead, 700 to 400 over John in this match for the WWS United States Heavyweight Title. John, you are up next, sir. John said these are very hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that John. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. Yeah. John's saying this is extreme for five hundred. Okay, uh, John, uh, there's there's no more five hundred dollar, five hundred point clue in that one. It's one, two, or three. John's going with three hundred, and this is extreme. Okay, John, this aired on what is now known as Spike. TV and lasted just over a year. Uh, 
Molly in a Pepto-Bismol suit. Yikes. Scary. John, is that your final answer? Have a sweet standing, beautiful boy with James E. in the red suit. John, this is like, so this is at what will be known as Spike, and the answer is ECW on TNN. But a good guess, still. That's a good guess. Uh, John, uh, JD, you're up next. I will take, however, let's see. I'll go with ECW. What's left in the ECW? Oh, okay, the one we just did is 1 and 200 are still left. 200. 200, and this is extreme. Yes. This was the home of many ECW shows, but was used as a bingo hall on off days. What is the ECW arena? Your final? Yep. Okay. Uh, okay, Fonzie, I need I need to, I need the judge to step in, please. Guys, what? Okay. You heard what JD's answer was. Something about the arena? Yeah. ECW yeah. arena, I said. Right, right. ECW right. arena? Right, yes. Okay. Uh, I will go ahead and divulge that the answer they have is the asylum arena. Uh, your take here, is it acceptable? No. It was not even close. Okay. Well, J.D.? That's fine. I will accept that. Is this his final final decision there, Fonzie? Yeah. Okay. All right, J.D., the judge has spoken. Fine. So the answer was the Asylum Arena. And I know they've renamed it since then the 2300 Arena, too. Right. A lot of people just really just call it the ECW Arena, right? Yeah, I still call it the Bingo Hall. Bingo Hall, yeah. Uh, John, you're up next. And just to let you know what we have left over is the following. Longest-running weekly TV show in history, 1, 4, and 5. Making an impact, 1, 2, 4, and 5. This is Extreme 100. WCW ruins everything, 1, 3, and 5. And the Code of Honor, 1, 2, 4, and 5. All right. John is saying making an impact for 500. Okay, John, here we go. All right, John, thank you. Four years ago, so thanks for so, 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 thank, thank 2013. TNA currently has this many active title belts. All right, John, right, so as of 2013, TNA currently... TNA has this many active championship belts. No, I'm just listening to the Midnight Express team right now. I'm, I'm kidding with you. Okay, hmm. let's see. Let's see. 
So, John, how many, what, what is your, what is the, the answer obviously is a number, so we need a number. Is that your final answer, John? John says eight, and John, the answer is, as of 2013, six. Close. Very close. The heavyweight title, the tag team title, the exhibition title, the knockouts title, the knockouts tag team title, and the belt. I think they originally called it the Legends title. I think it was renamed the TV title. I think it yeah, was, it was like a red little toy belt, I think it was, yeah. I think Booker T introduced it when he was part of that main event in Mafia. I think. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yep. Okay. All right. A good, 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 uh, good answer there, John. Uh, as of course we continue forward here, folks. Uh, JD still maintains the lead in this WWS United States Heavyweight Title match, 700 to 400, right now. <clears throat> okay. Uh, all right, JD, you're up next, sir. I am going to take. To take what I'm going to take what's left in WCW though. WCW ruins everything. Is one three five is still left. Five. WCW ruins everything for five. This wrestler was on WCW's payroll from 1995 until 1999, being used very rarely, but getting paid due to WCW not giving him the gorgeous George gimmick that his brother bought the rights to. Um. Oh. Crap. I can't ask for a hint either, too. That's the thing. Uh, Let me repeat the question one more time. I know you guys I got, I think, oh, wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. I think I got it. Hold on. Don't tell me. Okay, well, I'll, Who I'll was Lanny Poffo? And that is my final answer. You're correct. It was indeed Lanny Poffo. So, so what? Randy Savage bought the rights to that for him? Yes. That was a I guess did. because I remember reading the death of WCW, but I, I that was a guess because I know they tried to bring him on Saturday night a couple times when they used to have Saturday night or whatever, but they never used him at all, which is a shame. They still paid him, which was crazy. Right. Oh, my goodness. John, you're up next, sir. Longest-running weekly TV show in history, 1 and 4 and 5 is still available. Making an impact, 1, 2, and 4 is still available. This is Extreme 1 is still available. WCW Ruins Everything 1 and 3 is still available. And the Code of Honor 1, 2, 4, and 5 is still available. And John's going for the long name, the category there, what was called, for 200. Right. No, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, John is going, he's going to use, he's going, he's going to go 400. Okay, that's right. Okay, that's right. There's no 200 left, so he's going with 400. And the one with the long, the category with the long name, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. All, all right, John. He lost his smile on a special Thursday Raw on Thursday in 1997, giving his WWF championship up and putting it on the line at the next In Your House pay-per-view. Is that your final answer, John?
John says Shawn Michaels. And it was indeed. It was Shawn Michaels. Thursday, yes. February 13th, 1997. I remember that show. So right now, as it stands, J.D. has 1,200. John has 800. So he's not too far behind. J.D., you're up next. I'm going to take uh, Raw for 100. Okay, so, so basically we all know what this is. They're talking about here, so John's the, J.D.'s taking it for 100. Here it is. The very first main event on an episode of Monday Night Raw was between these two supernatural opponents. Who was The Undertaker and Damian Demento? That's your final. Yes. Absolutely right. Damian Demento and The Undertaker. J.D. Uh, JD gets another 100, making him, making him go to 1,300. Uh, and finally, he's eating a bag of cheese doodles. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, I'm picking with you, uh, Fonzie. It's okay. I like cheese I'm not okay. All right. Uh, and plus, I like sour cream and onion potato chips. I also like uh, root beer. I like uh, chicken. And, <laughs> 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 and then JD likes pretzels. <laughs> I don't eat pretzels, surprisingly. That's one thing I don't have. I don't like for some reason. I don't know why. I'm just not a big fan of pretzels for some reason. Well, J.D., if you fortunate, this particular place was born up there in Pennsylvania called uh, Sheets. Obviously, you've heard of Sheets. Oh, of course. Everyone knows Sheets. Uh, I love their hoagies. Fucking me gave out. Get their, get their soft pretzels. Yes. What, what were you saying, Fonz? What were you saying Nee gave out? What, what, what are you talking about? He said something about oh, knee. Goodness, what was the knee? That, what are you talking about the knee? Oh, what? Yeah. Bonzi, you okay there, bud? I can't watch. I can't watch this. I can't watch it. I'll be sick. Uh, uh, we'll continue to check and see how our guest judge is doing here uh, while John uh, chooses a question, a category, and a question. And my knee buckled and then like fell and I sat on the fucking arm. Ooh. Oh. Oh no. He stepped on. He stepped on his arm. What? I think he says he gave out. I think he says he gave out. You all right? Bonzi, you okay there, buddy? Something's not right. I think his knees, he says he's in trouble. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'll be back in a bit. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll pause for just one second here. Uh, John has given us his... Uh, I'm trying that I can't. Watch as he steps away for a minute. Now that hopefully we'll we'll check on our guest judge here in just a few moments. Uh, just to recap the scores right here, JD has 1300, John has 800. As we take care of this one more time, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight five five pound. This is episode 429 of WWS Revolution, uh, Tuesday, December the 12th, 2017. Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and Fonzie on here with us this evening. As you know, we are currently in the middle of a 
Trivia Championship Series matchup for the WWS United States Heavyweight title done under Wrestling Jeopardy rules between the, the, uh, the United States champion, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, and his cha- and the challenger for tonight, the human suplex machine, John Gross. And, of course, Fonzie is our special guest judge here for the mm-hmm. evening. Uh, but we hope, like I said, we're going to cover trying to get an update now to see how he's doing. Fonzie, are you okay, sir? Okay, I'm back. Okay, JJ's back with us here. Uh, uh, right now, that's uh, <clears throat> uh, and I've been. John's going back and forth on his phone here, so we have to wait until he gets back on. He's already chosen a question and a cat a category and a question, so we'll wait till he gets back on. He's back with us here now. And we'll double check. And we'll double check. Fonz, are you okay, sir? Yeah, I fucking fell. My knee gave out. My bad Ooh. one. Oh. oh. Who are you outside for, anyway? It's cold as I hell. I was not outside. I'm in my room. Oh. I didn't know. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Careful, well, man. Well, but be careful out there. But take, be I, don't, careful. I was not outside. I was in my room. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was taking a bond to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, take it easy. Take it easy there, man. Take it easy. Yeah, please. Yes. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we don't want to see you get hurt there, but you be careful out there. Be careful. I'm trying to. Okay. John is going to still continue. He's going to take WCW rooms and everything for 300 as we continue forward now. Let's go see what this question is. John, this movie character appeared on the Turnertron in 1998, challenging Rick Steiner to a match that, thankfully, never happened. That's your final answer, John. And John's saying his final answer is Chucky. And the answer is, yep, from the Child's Play movies, it is Chucky. Yes, indeed. Great great guess, John, indeed. Very, very good guess. And that was, I think, for 300. So, John, we add another 300 to John's. Uh, <laughs> 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 and Bob gives us a big old salute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right there. Yeah, you're very good, right there. Yeah, just so. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. On the balcony, which is a big, big time high. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, JD. Let me tell you what we have left. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we're having some fun tonight here, folks. We always have fun here on our show each and every night. Full of full of gas too. Oh, no like <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the, the category with the long name still has 500 left. Make it an impact, one, two, and four. This is extreme, and WCW ruins everything. Still has 100 each, and the Code of Honor still has one, two, four, and five left. I'm going to do uh, Code of Honor for 400. I'm going to try my luck at that one. Code of Honor for four. Yep. The, the current Code of Honor. What do you mean the current Code of Honor? I guess I guess that is uh, I guess that's a credo I guess that you follow when you wrestle I guess is what that is. 
Uh, what is kayfabe? I don't know. That's your final. Yeah, I'm no, I'm not going to get this one right. Okay, and I and I understand this was this is this this category seems to be a very difficult one, but I will go ahead and read what the code of honor is. Shake hands before and after the match, and if you respect your opponent, keep the playing field level and respect the officials. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, okay, okay. Code of honor, yeah. It was a long thing. It was a long thing, yes. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> uh, currently here, folks here, uh, uh, JD is has got, let's see, 1,300. And John has eleven hundred, so he's only down by he's only down by this, this point. This is going to be the category that throws me for a curveball. I know it's going to. Yes. Uh, okay, all right, John, you're up next, man. Category and question, please. All right, John. Here. John, the only one in that category with the long name is 500. There's only one that's left. Mm-hmm. All right, John's going to go for a big one here. The one with the longest category is going to close it out for 500. All right, John, these two men fought in the very first match on Monday Night Raw. Wait, you gave me this one. You already gave me that question. No, 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 no. This, no I, 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 that was a different format. Uh, oh. Apparently, this is another. This was, this oh, was, okay. I didn't know. Sorry. Uh, right. John, if you don't, if you get at least, and Fonzie, let me go ahead and get your opinion here, sir. Uh, um, if he gets at least one of them right, you won't give him half. Fonzie. Okay, he's still he must have stepped away for a minute, so I hope he's okay. Uh, <clears throat> but uh John, is that your final answer? I'm here, I'm sorry. Hey. Okay. What I was gonna ask you, uh Fonzie was in the event here, um, if we have a question, as I said before, that requires two answers, if they get at least one of them right, uh, okay. Well, what would that the, what that could happen? Right. Well, I'll go ahead. I can go, first. I'll go ahead and tell you that, that this one is not going to really need it. I'll go ahead and tell you what he put down, and uh, and John already gave his final answer here. Uh, the question was: These two men fought in the very first match on Monday Night Raw. And John gave his final answer as Yokozuna and Coco Beware, and that is actually correct. So he actually got the whole thing. But in the event if he got one of them right, he would get half. Would that be correct? That was yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But he get but he got it. He got them both right, so he gets the full five hundred. And JD, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Um, as it stands right now, JD, you have thirteen hundred. John has. Give me a second. John has sixteen hundred. He's up on you by three hundred points, JD. Oh boy. Uh, so, so think very carefully here. 
Thank goodness, though, that the category with the long name is no longer in use. So uh, make it an impact, one, two, and four. This is extreme, and WCW ruins everything, 100. And the code of honor, one, two, and five is still left. I'm going to say WCW ruins everything for 100. Okay, playing out the WCW category here. Here we go. This character from the self-titled movie series appeared on Capital Combat, saving Sting from the Four Horsemen. Who was RoboCop? And that's my final answer. Yeah, it was RoboCop. Yeah, I don't even remember that. I've never seen that. So, <clears throat> so Gage gets another 100 to that. And JD uh, is, is now down by only 200. He is up to 1,400 points. Uh, okay. All right, John. Making an impact, one, two, and four. This is extreme, one. And the code of honor, one, two, and five is still left. John's going to clean up this is extreme category for 100. Okay, here it is, John. This wrestler almost became the mascot for ECW, flying off of chairs, crashing into tables that didn't break most of the time, and sealing his scars with super glue. Holy cow. That's crazy. Uh, John, the only hint that I can, uh, uh, that I can really give you, and uh, this might be a pretty good giveaway, this man celebrated a birthday today. That's your final answer. All right, John says Sabu, and he is correct. It is Sabu. So John is now up to 1,700 points. Oh, my goodness. All right, J.D., this is extreme. The category with the long name and WCW ruins everything is gone. Making an impact, one, two, and four. And the code of honor, one, two, and five is still remaining. What's the impact for 200? Making an impact, 200. Here we go. The alliance that TNA was a part of until 2004. The alliance that TNA was a part of up until 2004. What is the NWA? That's your final answer. Yes. Yes, National Wrestling Alliance, NWA. That's it. And JD gets it's about a 200 there. Okay. All right, John, you're up next. All right, John, J.D. just did that one. Uh, the only one that are left in that category is one in 400. Uh, 
He's going with negative impact for 400. Here we go. John TNA produced this many pay-per-views between 2004 and 2013. Uh, John, I'll tell you, it's a small number. That's nice. Is that your final answer, John? It's five. Don says 12. The answer is four. So guess, in, nine year, in nine years, TNA, between 04 and 13, the TNA only produced four pay-per-views? Uh, Destination X, uh, Genesis, uh, No Surrender, probably, and I forget the other one. Turning Point? That's probably what it was, yep. Mm-hmm. But only four whole pay-per-views in a nine-year span. That's crazy, yeah. It, yeah, it is. Why wow, they didn't have the money to do any big time events or something in that in that time frame or something? Yeah, I know. No, but, but you think that's the reason? That probably is. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. Okay, JD, making an impact one hundred and the code of honor one, two, and five still remain. Impact one hundred. So clean out the category. Here we go. The impact zone is located here. What is Orlando? And that is my final answer. As Universal Studios Florida in Orlando. That is correct. And JD gets another 100 points. <clears throat> All right, guys, here we go. The final three questions are in the category of the Code of Honor. So whichever one is left will be, will be coming out of this category. I will tell you that. And I will tell you guys, one, two, five, three still remaining. <clears throat> Whichever one is left after both of y'all have each taken one, the last one will be the final question in which we'll get the wager and you know what happens after that. Okay. All right, John. One. <clears throat> thank you. Uh, yes. One, two, and five. And John's going for the big one. He's going for 500 in Code of Honor. Okay, here we go. All right, John. The final, and think 2013 here, John. The final Ring of Honor pure champion. I've heard that's actually a title that they had in Ring of Honor. Speaking of which, however, we got to figure out sooner or later, however, uh, what the latest on that title is, however, from IWNerd.com. Okay, you haven't seen the title? Oh, God. No. What? The one that was uh, defended all over the place, like, uh, with a, like, uh, ring. Oh, you're and, talking about the, um, 
You're talking about the uh, the one I, I read on Wikipedia. Right, 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 right. We've got to find out if there's any new developments in the whole thing. We haven't seen yeah, that far. Totally tonight, I will go up and I will check that. I'll right. Okay. Uh, and, uh, John, is that your final answer? We'll tell you what it is, Fonzie, in just a minute there, bud. But let's finish this first, and we'll tell you. <laughs> you'll get a kick out of it there, Fonzie. You'll, you'll like this. Uh, John, uh, John's going with his final answer. He's saying Brian Danielson, and John is correct. It is Brian Danielson, of course, otherwise now known as Daniel Bryan. Yes, indeed. And who also held that title, Samoa Joe, 112. Nigel McGinnis, 350. AJ Styles held it for 70 days. He was the first guy who held it after defeating CM Punk in a tournament wow. final. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, sir, J.D. And, J.D., we'll go to you. One and 200 is left, so whichever one of these two are, are the – that you picked, the last one will be the final question. What is the score? You're, okay, well, you got – okay, well, going into – okay. Um, let, me, let me check that for her. The challenger has requested an update on the score, and I will check that for you. J.D., you have – Currently, before this last question, you have 1,700. John has... John has 2,200. Shit. That one question still threw me. There's no way I can recover unless I can win in Final Jeopardy. All right, I'm going to take it for 200, but I know I'm going to be wrong. Okay, going for 200 in a code of honor. Here it is. Currently, a WWE superstar... He started his wrestling career in promotions like Ring of Honor. Think 2013, JD. Okay. Um, Can I get that 191 million? Uh, I'm going to say, and I know I'm going to be wrong with this one, who was CM Punk? That's your final answer. Yeah. Cesaro. Damn! I knew it was going to be wrong on that one. Claudio Castagnoli. Claudio Castagnoli. I should have known that. But CM Punk was also wearing R. That's what threw me for a curve, however. Well, that was still good. That was still a good guess, sir. Okay. As I did did state here, let let me go ahead and update everybody here. As we go into the final question here, this, of course, this and the wager, of course, will determine the WWUS United States Heavyweight Champion. Here we go here. J.D., you currently, and I'll repeat one more time. J.D., you currently have... 1,300. Uh, well, hold, hold on a minute. Now. Hold your horses. I, I, know, I know you're biting. You're biting. Uh, and, and Fonzie's burping this a bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> JD JD currently has seventeen hundred as of right now. John has is is uh twenty two hundred. Okay. All right, as you know the rules here, guys. Like I said, you can wager up to what you what you are going into with this and whoever has the most points after of course regards if you get it right or wrong. Whoever has the most points at the end of this will be the WWUS United States Heavyweight Champion. The question, of course, is in the category of the Code of Honor. JD, John, I wish you both the very best of luck in this question. 
and be and bait, and after you hear the question, as you, as you know, I will not reveal the answer until you give your what you're going to wager and mm-hmm. what your answer is. That's okay. when I will reveal what the right answer is. Okay, so JD and John, listen very carefully. This movie featured ROH wrestlers and had the final match of the movie taped at a live show. And I'll and and uh, uh hold, hold on hold on just a second here hold on just hold on just okay. a second uh hold hold on here because I'm gonna I'm gonna do something unique here with this looking for the right flight I like putting together your new snort flat table no I I don't want I don't want to put together that table uh oh yeah this is That's all I needed right there. <laughs> all right. Um, hold, hold on. Hold on a second here. Let me get back to the thing here. Okay. Uh, let me get back to the thing here. Okay, just to repeat the question here, guys, in the category of Code of Honor. This movie featured ROH wrestlers and had the final match of the movie taped at a live show. J.D., you were trailing, but you were with 1,700. First off, how much do you wager, sir? 2,000. You wager 2,000, and your answer is? The wrestler. Okay, and will that be your final? Yes. All right, John, <clears throat> how much do you wager? I just want to verify, John. Is that are you sure that's how much you want to wager? Okay. <clears throat> okay. All right. Uh, fine. Okay. I'm sure JD and John are chomping at the bit here. Both men. I've said the wrestler. The wrestler is the correct answer. JD, well, first off, first off, this JD, you raise your two thousand, add it to seventeen hundred, you get thirty seven hundred for your final score. John only wagered two hundred, um, and he's got only, and he received. 2,400. So, ladies and gentlemen, your winner and still WWS United States Heavyweight Champion, the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Good match, Sean. Damn good match. I was off on a couple tonight, but that was tough. I mean, that was a good battle. I knew you were going to come out ready, and you did. And, John, um, of course, of course, we'll get, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to both, to both men here. First off, uh, and and uh, John, did you want to give any closing comments about this match? 
John says he was close, but there's more trivia matches in the future. Yes, there is. Uh, but very good match here, D. John. And, of course, in this, first off, before we get his thoughts, let's go ahead and do the ceremony here. J.D., I hereby once again present you with the WWUS United States Heavyweight Belt. There you go. Thank you very much, and I was close. I gotta say, damn. You have any other comments you wish to give on this? Uh yeah. I gotta say it was a hell of a uh, matchup. I knew it was gonna be a battle all night long. Howard John gave me my toughest task. Uh, he gave me a challenge, no doubt about it. It was a couple questions I should have known, but at the end of the night, I mean, we knew it was gonna be a close matchup. It's to be expected, Howard. And I gotta say, Howard, was, it was a very tight battle through and through. But I'm thankful I pulled this one out by the skin of my teeth. Okay. Bond, did you have any thoughts about uh, J.D.'s and John's match tonight? It was a great match. Uh, and, and, Bonzi, you also know that in the works here, you do have, of course, even though you did hold the, you only, you did hold, not, did not hold the belt for a long time, but anybody that gets a chance to hold the belt automatically gets a, a as they say, the rematch clause, as they always talk about in wrestling. Uh, you are, you you are, you uh, uh, <clears throat> get a, will have an opportunity here at some point to go after the belt again. Uh, so, uh, so JD more likely finds he may end up being your next opponent unless anybody else goes step up. Uh, so, so I'm sure Fonzie, you'll be well prepared to take on JD and re, hopefully reclaim that title. Definitely gonna be ready. I know. I'll be watching my uh, back. <laughs> Okay, and John's also saying, he's talking to you, J.D., he said you got a big birthday present, and that was to defeat me. Yeah. Well, it may have been a present, but you know what, though, John, you gave me everything you could handle tonight. I mean, there were a couple of things I should have known tonight, but it was a tight battle, though. I knew you were going to come out ready, and believe me, you did. Yes, indeed. And now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as J.D. did mention here before, something that we talked about during the summer here, Fonzie, I don't know if you got a chance to hear about this or not, but let's go ahead and bring let's go ahead and bring this up here. Uh, about a, we actually talked about a uh, a odd belt, believe it or not, that has been defended here for quite a uh, 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 for quite a long time here. Um, and of course, so last time we looked at this was back in August, so we didn't have a chance to look at this in a long, long time. Fonzie, this belt that we were talking about. It's called the DDT, as in the move, of course, made famous by J.D. Snake Roberts, DDT Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship. This belt obviously was uh, was was uh, created in Japan, believe it or not. Uh, they actually did, I'm sure you remember back in the day when the WWE, then the WWF at the time, had the Hardcore Championship. Oh God, jeez! You remember one thing they did with the hardcore title is was they 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 gave they they uh, made it available to be contested under twenty four seven rules. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's what this belt does. Apparently, they they follow okay. the same rule as as the old hardcore title in the WWF. And believe it or not, one interesting fact here. And not only can people hold this belt, J.D., I mean, Fonzie, but things like everything from uh, men, women, children, and even inanimate objects have been considered the champion. 
the weirdest one here, of course, this was, and, and I found this one very interesting. April 29, 2014, the 1,000th um, being, we'll say, to hold that belt was the title belt itself. Okay. The title belt itself was the champion. <laughs> even even some see, even some of your well known names in wrestling period, and JD can also vouch. Yeah, Tommy Dreamers won them, winning by drawing first blood by a paper cut. Yeah, uh, the guy was pinned in a dream. Uh, Scott Hall was one. Joey Ryan was another. Vince McMahon, Walk of Fame star, just last year, won the title as Ryan tapped the star on the sidewalk. Right, Ray, 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 Ray Mysterio, uh, Colt Cabana. Uh, actually, let me tell you about that one. 1,078 uh, was when Colt Cabana held the belt. June 17th of last year was in Des Moines, Iowa. He held it less than a day. Cabana won the title via submission when Hall read, I give up off a sheet of paper that Cabana tricked him into reading. <laughs> and this one, this is even better. The 1,997 and 998 was even better. This one guy uh, got uh. stuck on the door of a bus and submitted, and then he twisted the bus's windshield wiper and told a stop by the bus driver. Oh, I actually, actually hear uh, 1,097, July 9th of 2016, happened in Detroit, Michigan. Rhino defeated a female wrestler named Scarlett Bordeaux. The title was changed due to forfeit when Scarlett Bordeaux traded the belt for Rhino's autograph. Oh, it seemed better. This seemed better. Uh, 1099, Joe Ryan uh, trade, title changed to forfeit when Robbie E. traded the belt to Ryan for toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, we talked about here a little while ago, the guy who's walking around with Enzo Amore right now, Drew Gulak, held it for, uh, let's see here, he held it for... Uh, one Crap, day. I, one day. He held it for one day. Crap, well, I just had the night. Wait a minute. I, I, oh, he held it for one day, yeah. And a lot of these happened, of course, overseas in California and, uh, and, and uh, uh, here in the United States. But, of course, Fonzie, obviously, with this thing being built in, started in Japan, they, uh, uh, they, they, of course, obviously, it's been in Japan a lot more. Brian Kendrick's even held it. Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. Here's another good one. A title changed to forfeit when Jervis Conbelly, that's his name, traded the belt to Ryan uh, for a company of two women. And then the addiction, Daniels and Kazarian, they pinned Spider-Man at the same time to be declared co-champions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man was someone that was caught, what they call cosplay. Yeah. And that too. Uh, Here's another good one. Uh, Jack the Jobber this past year found it and pinned the trash bin backstage during matches, however, mind you. Right. Uh, but uh, here's some of the other things that have happened, Fonzie. Uh, a pint of beer, a steel chair, a stick of story, a pro wrestling wave poster, a chicken doll, a baseball bat that lost the belt after being broken in half as a, quote, KO decision, another stuffed doll who defeated Kitty Chan for the belt, a stuffed Hello Kitty doll, a bus, a TV Tokyo camera crane, pork bun, trash bin, pair of chopsticks, another inflatable love doll, believe it or not, yeah. however, which was so funny. In fact, this is the story of the first one. Russ was treated as if it was an actual 
wrestler and actually sell moves done by him or her, mostly high-flying moves. But some moves, like outside dives, Yoshikayo is helped by one or more assistants who come out of the ring, pull his foot on the ropes. Opposing wrestlers make like those assistants and are not part of it, only modified to be resembling the Great Muda. Uh, the Invisible Man, Arnold, uh, an invisible wrestler non-existent. Opponents sell the moves, however, mind you, of a wrestler who is in there. And the title is held by nothing, no one but the wrestlers and wrestlers that they can see in, in the Invisible Wrestler. Uh, this guy used a ray gun and an afraid visor to shoot the Invisible Wrestler. Uh, the Young Bucks, uh, The Addiction, Three Elementary School Girls. Yeah, a lot of people have won this belt. Right. And like I said, they just had the latest win uh, three weeks ago. No, well, bro, I was going to tell, talk about it. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I was also going to say, uh, Fonzie, we'll talk about a weird one. In August of last year, uh, uh, Vince McMahon's Hollywood Walk of Fame star defeated Joey Ryan to win this belt in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine, this is a very popular belt. X-Pac and MVP also has held it. Uh, uh, Joey Ryan has held it several different times. Actually, he's held it now. I mean, last I saw, uh, 24 times, believe it or not, this guy has held right. it. Well, uh, no, no, actually, I stand corrected. My mistake. Hold on a second. I'll tell you in a minute. I'm, I'm wrong. As of July... Forty-four times he's held this belt. Oh, believe it or not, here guys, during between March 30th and 31st of 2000 of this year, let me let me tell you some some guys here that held it during this time here. Hi, really? Cody Rhodes' wife Brandy held the belt. Pat Buck held it. Joey Ryan again. That was number 28 for him. Matt Stryker held held it. That was the second time he held it. Joey Ryan held it for the 29th time. Swoggle, of course, Hornswoggle held it. Joey Ryan went for number 30. Wow. Hornswoggle held it another time. And Joey Ryan held it for the 31st time, all between March 30th and 31st of this year. And also, uh, Tina Bazir, uh, the one who was Ronda Rousey's uh, person, believe it or not. Right, she held it there, yeah. Uh, Giovanni Lombardo Jr. Held, has held it. Uh, someone from the Mike from the front row held it earlier this year. Uh, Dick Togo, formerly of uh, the uh, BWO Japan contingent, has held it. What? Joey Ryan in May of this year held it for the 41st time. Uh, but uh, let me see. The current, um, as of uh, as of November 23rd, um, it's up to number 1,284, and it's being held by someone named Miyu Yamashita. Yes, yes I have to go with Shita. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the last inanimate object to hold it was actually on September 24th of this year when a pair of chopsticks won the belt. Uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, Fonzie, this belt is... Uh, legit. Yeah, it is legit. And, of course, like I said, they, they also do it whenever, like I said, there is a referee around. Yeah, just like they did with the hardcore belt in the WWE, WWF, whatever. So... Uh, so it's uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, I said, oh my goodness. Uh, um, actually, let me go and give you the first champion was named Poison Sawada Black. Is that held the belt first? Uh, most reigns has been tied between Yuko Miyamoto and Shinobu, two hundred and fifteen 
each. The longest reign, Masa Takanashi, 333 days they held this belt, which some people have said is kind of one of the most ridiculous things that they've ever seen. <laughs> so there there you have it there. And I do believe we did put that on the Wikifiles page, the WWS Wikifiles page. If anybody wants to go and see that, please feel free to go in and take a look at that here as well. And, of course, it was, it was, I think what was it there back during the summer, J.D., is when we did talk about I the think so, yeah. So I mean, so that so as we we run them down here, and like I said, we'll uh, we'll 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 keep a watch out on this. Like I said, but some of your even some of your top names, like tag teams, single wrestlers, have held this as well. So um, it's oddly enough, it's so legit. Like I said, it's guys on Wikipedia page. You'll be surprised if the Wikipedia page won the title one of these days. Who knows? Uh, yeah. so that's why they owned that. Uh, on that note here, uh, uh, J- John did want to say JD again. It was a good match. He is that he said he will. He has no regrets, but he will come back one day, and he will talk to us tomorrow. And he said JD, we have a good match. Great, good match here, bud. Thank you very much for having that. Indeed. And so he's already left us here for the night. So John, we thank you for coming on. On that note here, folks, uh, as we go into eleven thirty hour here tonight. We thank you very much for joining us for episode 429 of WWS Revolution. This is, of course, Tuesday, December 12, 2017. Once again, on behalf of everyone in the radio network, we apologize for the, uh, sadly, some, at some point we lost the live video feed on WWS Legacy, uh, but we'll hope to get that back here. Hopefully we'll get the, we'll, get, we'll double check that and make sure it's up and going here uh, for, to, for tomorrow as, of course, our uh, uh Episode of Revolution will be from the group dedicated to Georgia Championship Wrestling, GCWUS, beginning of a dream. Um, on that note, I want to thank, also thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Anil Patel, and Fonzie for joining me here tonight. Boy, it was a great episode here, of course, right here of WWUS Revolution. This is Mr. WWUS Chad Henshaw saying thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back on tomorrow night with our Triple Threat Wednesday. We're starting with Outside the Ropes uh, tomorrow night from 6.30 to 7.30 with me and J.D. Then, of course, wrestling debate here, of course, with the NWO Madness Kingdom coming up here, <clears throat> coming up from 8 to 9, of course, 139.925 pound. And, of course, I'll be back on with WWS Revolution, uh, of course, episode number 430. As we, of course, we'll talk about our thoughts and things about what happened tonight on SmackDown Live as well as, of course, uh, wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. And, of course, other points of discussion, we'll definitely bring it here to you tomorrow evening. Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Thank you all very much for joining us here tonight. We will see you in the ring. Take care of yourselves and each other. Stay safe during the Christmas shopping season, of course. And stay warm tonight, too, people. Yes, yes, yes indeed. Cold in different parts of the WWS listening area, from Carolina all the way up to Pennsylvania, and, of course, Canada. Stay yeah. warm up there. Yes, indeed, because it will be a chilly one. Take care of yourselves and each other. As always, here in the WWS radio network, right here on TalkShoot.com. God bless everyone, and have yourself a terrific evening. Good night, everyone. Good night, buddy. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.